0: agents podcasts.
1: Today's podcast is brought to you by
0: Power ISA, the industry experts in real estate ISAs. Get more appointments. Make sure your follow-up gets done on time and you get the most
1: out of your leads. Get a great ISA for real estate on your team and watch the results roll in. Power ISA has served over 1,200 agents
0: in the U.S. and Canada since 2015 and it's the one-stop shop for everything you need to get a great inside sales agent on your team. Whether it's setting appointments with your internet leads or making outbound prospecting calls to help you get more listings, Power ISA can get it done for you. Visit PowerISA.com forward slash LCA to get started. That's powerisa.com forward slash LCA.
1: Imagine growing a TikTok channel to over 600,000 followers. You get 5 million likes and you wake up one day and you've been banned from TikTok. So what do you do? You go over to YouTube and start an account there and grow your following Wait, wait till you hear this. I'm, I'm going to just leave it right there, but grow a massive following in 30 days. We're having this guest back for a second time. We've stayed in close touch. I think the first time I interviewed you, Austin, was more about Google SEO. And my, have you evolved, my friend? And I'm excited to talk about what's been happening in your world, because this is all very relevant to real estate agents nowadays. It's relevant to your market re- marketing, your branding, all that good stuff. And everybody knows I love this shit. So welcome back, Austin Armstrong.
0: Yeah, thank you so much for having me back, brother. Always a privilege and a fun conversation.
1: Definitely, definitely. We can geek out all day. So let's try to to condense that into about 45 (laughs) minutes here. So let me start with how I, first of all, You know what? We'll get to the YouTube here in a little bit, but let's let's talk about what happened because you, you know, you were the you were the Google SEO guy. So kind of tell your little tell your story. Uh they can go back and listen to the first podcast. I'll give you that episode number here shortly. Uh, but kind of give us your story, where you started, how you led into what, you know, with the TikTok thing, and then what happened, and then we'll talk about your now massive growth on YouTube.
0: Yeah, sure. So to to kind of keep this a little condensed. So I've been doing social media. Uh, in digital marketing for about 17 years, starting back on on MySpace, sort of found that that was my passion in life and uh, just kept pursuing it. Um, I started my company, which is a digital marketing agency, Socialty Pro, about three and a half years ago. About three years ago, I had gotten fired. uh, No, I guess it wasn't three years ago because it was in the pandemic. And uh, I had gotten fired from my full-time job. And so I went all in on my agency, and and that was right around TikTok was starting to blossom. And so I had the idea of, can I use this, this fast-growing platform to actually generate leads and sales for my business, client acquisition? And so I went all in on, on TikTok, and mostly talking about SEO. Uh, that's what I had originally been found for on the platform, because there was other marketers on TikTok. There was other educational channels on TikTok, but there was nobody really talking about SEO and the latest SEO strategies and incorporating video into SEO and, and making it kind of a fun and sexy topic because it can be extremely boring
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. and complicated.
0: Uh, as well, and complicated. Yeah. So the, the first like year, really year and a half that I was on TikTok um we offered like all these other services all these digital marketing and video services, but I, I noticed that SEO was really what what was growing my account. So I leaned into that as any good marketer does, doubling down on on what works. And then my account started to grow pretty quickly uh, on on TikTok in the first year and a half, well over a hundred thousand. I don't even remember the exact trajectory, but um, which which was what year? What year did you uh, start in TikTok? So I started October of 2019. So it, it, we're coming up on three
1: years, which which is which was considered a very early adopter.
0: Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, and it, and at the time, I feel like I felt like I wasn't an early adopter because everybody had been Gary Vee had been talking about it for a while. But
1: well, comparatively to 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 the demographic, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, my my kids introduced it to me in the spring of 2019. And and then it took me about six months to really say, I think I want to play with this. So I was about the same time as you, maybe a little yeah. before you, but not the same results. So carry on.
0: No, no. And um, so it's it's just uh, my content strategies pivoted uh, a, a little bit. So um, I proved the idea that I could use TikTok to generate leads and sales for my business. Now was the time to chronicle and outline a repeatable process so that we could help other businesses uh, grow and, and spread their message and generate leads and sales on TikTok. And so that's where I started to pivot. Uh, and then I had the idea, well, I don't want to just be the the TikTok guy. Um, I want to be the short form vertical video guy, because I saw the writing on the wall that TikTok is causing this massive shift in, in social media. Up, up until TikTok came around, social media was kind of stagnant, in my opinion. All these platforms had been around for over a decade, and there was not a lot of innovation aside from, from Snapchat, you know? But the, the writing on the wall was that vertical video is is the new thing, it's here to stay, it's only going to get more adopted and, and bigger, and all of these other platforms started to adopt it and push these new features. And I am the type of person that doesn't like to put all their eggs in one basket, hence uh, my TikTok account getting deleted, which uh, <laughs> we should talk more about. <laughs> And so I had the idea that like, you know, TikTok's fickle, uh, don't put all your eggs in one basket. Can I leverage short form vertical video to grow all of my social media channels? And so far, I've been able to successfully do that on all of the platforms that really have embraced it so far. So I'm at 620,000 on TikTok. I'm at 350,000 on YouTube now. I'm at 186,000 on Instagram. I'm at 147,000 followers on Facebook. Uh, Pinterest, I'm reaching, it depends on the month, but hundreds of thousands of people each month. And it's just been phenomenal. And it's the same videos. Uh, it's not like I'm creating videos for every single uh, or unique videos for each platform. You're it's repurposing. Just, I'm repurposing. So it's been, it's been quite the journey. And yeah, this last month in particular has just been an explosion, uh, which is exciting.
1: It's fascinating. And and there's a lot of different ways I could go with this. And I want to keep this very relevant, obviously, to our audience, but it's very relevant to you, the audience, uh, to understand how this works, because this can be very impactful for you, not necessarily just going down the real estate path, and if we have time, I'll talk to you a little bit more about that. Uh, but just growing influence and what the power of growing influence can do for whatever business you have. And Austin, I tell people this all the time. I just, I've been having a lot of calls lately because it's a very tough year in the real estate and mortgage business, and so a lot of people are, are are struggling mightily. And and the conversation I'm having with them is focus on growing an audience and growing influence in whatever it is you're passionate about, not business and watch people will find what you do and become loyal, loyal customers, raving fans. Uh, And you don't, and people just can't get out of their own way. They just got to go out and talk about business, right? That's just the way we are. But, but I want to digress for a second and talk about those followers, because as we talk about that and, and, and the numbers that you've grown, which, you know, Arguably, TikTok was probably the easiest growth you've had. We all know the platform has been the easiest growth. Instagram's very difficult. YouTube, very difficult. So I'm going to ask a question that I'm sure somebody's thinking. Did you buy some of these followers? I mean, how, how were you so successful? Because this is not, it's not easy, man.
0: No, I know. (laughs) Uh, The short answer is no, I have never bought a single follower. And in fact, I've never spent a dollar on advertising as well Um, for my entire business, not just social media growth, but I've kind of been a stickler on it uh, for better or worse. Um, I really want to practice what I preach. Uh, That's the differentiator and the value proposition of my agency is that I know this stuff works because I've never spent a dollar on advertising. I've proven it for myself first. So with that being said, yeah, uh, it's freaking hard. Uh, and, but remember that this is my full-time job. So I, it, it it's what I do to figure out the algorithm shifts, paying attention to the analytics, paying attention to what's working and what's not working and doubling down on, on what's working because I've found that it's very much a momentum game. So if you're, you put out a hit and then you put out, a a fricking turd, the next video, the following video is probably not going to have to live up to its full potential because it's riding off of that last individual video. So the more that you can focus on doubling down on what exactly is working, the format, the titling, the descriptions, if you're using hashtags, if you anecdotally personally for your account, find something that's working, just keep doing that. Keep doing it over and over and over again. And um, for for me, it's been these really broad top of the level or top of the funnel uh, videos that have just worked across the board. Um, and that's been more of a growth phase uh, for me and a, and a, a difference in um, where I'm funneling people and, and a difference in content strategy. So for, just to give everyone an example, up until this, like, when, when I started with SEO and, and digital marketing tactics and strategies kind of mid funnel was really specific videos. Like here's three ways to get more backlinks into your website. If you want to increase your domain authority and like, that's a really specific video that you're either interested in or, or, or not. Like you have to have a website, you have to understand at least what a backlink is. I was just gonna say I
1: understand what you even hell you're talking about.
0: yeah uh, yeah exactly um, so it it eliminates a large amount of people and for for a period of time that's what I wanted. you know I wanted to talk to a target clientele but now I have a different funnel and a different approach to how I'm creating content because I have other bigger picture longer term goals that I'm focusing on. But what I started to do was expand that that uh, interest in the content. So focusing on here's five websites that feel illegal to know. Well, that's everybody that everybody's interested in, in that. And maybe that's too broad, but it's really worked for me. And to, to hone it in a little bit, I typically will show uh, useful websites for business owners, entrepreneurs, or aspiring business owners or entrepreneurs, because I want to bring all of those people into my ecosystem. That's the very top of the funnel. Even if you're thinking about becoming an entrepreneur two years from now, I want to be the first person that you think about when it comes to, to strategy and a, and a trusted resource online. Um, and so that's, that's what's really worked for me uh, across the board is these top of the funnel, super broad uh, videos. And I can dive deeper into what's been working on YouTube if you want, but that's the, that's the real answer and it's consistency. You know, I post every single day. Uh, there's not a right answer of how many you need to post for your account. For me personally, uh, I'm currently doing a minimum of one per day. Typically, it's more like two or three per day. Mm-hmm. It used to be a lot more than that, but I'm trying to increase the quality and the messaging of the video rather than just like blanketing the field. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's been it's been fun, man. Well, there's a,
1: there's a couple of things you said there that that I want to unpack and 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 let's go. I want to go back too, to to what you said about. Um, not putting all your eggs in one basket. And it's something that Tristan and I've been talking a lot about more specifically because a lot of people have been getting hacked on Instagram. And sure. so we've been telling people like, there's no guarantee you're going to get your account back, but this is more reason why a, you need the two, the two factor authentication, but also that, that you should be producing your content on your phone, editing it in an editing app. And then, and then uploading those, that one video, as you mentioned, multi-purposing to a bunch of different places. So that way, if one of your accounts crashes and you're creating all of your reels in, in Instagram, or you're creating all your TikToks and TikTok, you're screwed you just lost all your stuff, right? And, and so um, I, I'm glad you said that because that is very important for people to understand. You know, we tell everybody don't get overwhelmed and focus on one platform at a time with the ultimate goal of doing exactly what Austin just mentioned. You're creating one video and then either taking that one video and posting it everywhere or taking that one video and chopping it up into smaller videos and posting it everywhere. Um, and and you're, just, you're just increasing your reach But you also you also said this is my full-time job. And I think that's that's what agents want to hear. Like, yeah, see, I don't have time for that. And and so, and my argument to that is, you know, I'm in mortgage, but I figured out a way to scale myself out of the daily mortgage business because the social media business is what's making it rain. Mm-hmm. And my partners aren't even questioning me spending all of my time creating content every day and hosting webinars and podcasts because it's I'm making it rain through influence. And, and I want agents and real estate agents, they want you to understand this. Like if you don't stop what you're doing at some point in your business lifespan and dedicate an hour a day, 2 hours a day, 3 hours a day to this which is prospecting, you're you're going to you're going to ride the hamster wheel for the rest of your career, you're probably going to burn out. You're not going to enjoy this job. You're you're going to get you're going to get passed by everybody who's embracing the technology and the TikToks and the videos and the YouTube's and the people that are building brands and it doesn't matter how much your client loved working with you over the 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 3 to 5 year span between when they need to buy again they're going to have fallen in love with another person another realtor on one of these platforms and they forgot about you and and plus your CRM sucks because all you're doing is dropping emails to them telling them that 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 you know 10 tips to get your house ready to sell in the spring which they don't give a shit about and so um i just i just wanted to i wanted to hammer that in as we, as, we, as we progress forward, because I want, you know, again, keep this very relevant to the audience. What you're doing, you're a damn anomaly. Um, you are, but it is duplicatable and maybe not at the same scale. For some, maybe, uh, for very few. But imagine if you're a real estate agent listening to this, most of you probably have like less than a thousand followers on Instagram, for example. And imagine what it would look like if you had 10,000. Like that would be a, that's a grand slam. For your business, um, same thing on TikTok, same thing on Facebook, uh, YouTube. Of course, you're monetizing at that point. Uh, you're making decent money, probably. Um, and so let's let's talk about that. So you know, you 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 unpacked a little bit about what your strategy is and how you've built it. And you and first of all. Everybody should go download, follow Austin on whichever platform you spend your time on cuz you're going to see the same content. Go to all of them if you want just to see how he repurposes Instagram. I I recommend Instagram, TikTok or YouTube, Social T Pro and and just check it out and and learn from Austin not because you're going to emulate the content but because you're going to emulate the style. And you're going to you're going to take your own content and and, and emulate the style but so let's talk about this. So, so you blew this up on TikTok. You got banned. You jumped over to focus on YouTube. Tell us about where your YouTube was at that time, which was, what, 30 days ago, if that?
0: Yeah, this is like the, the most mind-boggling thing ever. So it took me three years to get to 5,000 subscribers, um, over 600 uploads, by the way. A lot of those are shorts, by the way. Because Lots you were repurposing yeah, multi-purposing, have been doing it for three years. Lots of failures. This wasn't a, a get rich quick thing. <laughs> a lot of studying, a lot of A B testing. Um, and then, yeah, so three years to 5,000 subscribers. And then I I just doubled down. I had like a little epiphany. I I've I'm working with YouTube coaches. By the way, get a coach, hire Jeff, hire Tristan, whatever you got to do, hire coaches, invest in yourself. It's the best thing you, you can ever do. Um uh, but just to just to chat and, and and talk about different ideas, this worked, this didn't work. Um, and I had this epiphany, you know, well, rather than just posting everything and repurposing every video over there, I'm only going to focus uh on posting the top performing videos. And those were the useful website videos. And almost immediately after doing that, like two, three days in, uh, one of them exploded. Um, it's now past 14 million views and that unlocked like every other relevant short on the video or on my channel that was, um, dormant. And so I went from 5,000 to, I hit that 100,000 subscriber mark in, I think three days.
1: Holy shit. Fast
0: yeah. Um, and, and it's, it's slowed down now, uh, but I'm still doing 800,000 views every 48 hours um gaining 2 to 3000 followers a day. I'm now at 351,000 uh subscribers. So where were you
1: uh on August 1st?
0: On August 1st. Let me uh let's see if we can go back in time real quick cuz I I don't know exactly. Um I will say while I'm while I'm looking this up real quick, the craziest thing that I've got to be like this isn't a brag, but like I wasn't even monetized at the time. So I actually got my silver play button before my channel was monetized.
1: Oh, wasn't that crazy? <laughs> which which isn't necessarily the goal for everybody listening to this, but you know, monetization is like a cherry on top at this point. It's it's like you know, I get paid for my reels. I get paid, you know, you know, you there's the creator fund and, and TikTok, which isn't much, but 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 it's something, and it's like. Like I always tell my wife, I mean, I'm making 100, 200 bucks a month on Instagram because I'm doing what I'm already doing. If anything, it just motivates me to stay very consistent and be doing it every day. Right. But hell, that's that's paying for a dinner that we're going out to. I mean, this is just extra bonus stuff. Oh, and by the way, I'm growing influence for my business while I'm doing this. And the reason I bring that up is because when you get to monetization on YouTube. Like that's where the bucks are. That that platform got figured out. And I don't know if you probably haven't realized this yet, but 12 months from now, I can't even imagine how much money you're going to be raking in from the monetization on YouTube. I'm
0: excited, I'm excited about what's coming. <laughs> I would be. <laughs> so I just, uh, and we'll, we'll talk about that too. Um, yeah, I just looked it up. So uh, the the like growth started on August 19th. So August 1st, I was at five like 5,000 and change 5,010, something like that was gaining like six subscribers
1: a day that's was that's the average. Insane. You should have done what Mr. Beast did and gone live with a, with a tracker of how your growth was uh, happening, man.
0: Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I was on vacation. I was actually out of the country. That's the even crazier thing. I couldn't capitalize on anything. And my wife was getting mad at me because I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, I'm, uh, I'm sitting on the beach in Mexico. And I'm like, I just gained 50,000 followers, subscribers today, one day and i'm telling her we're sitting we're sipping uh sipping mescalitas. and I, and i'm like look it went, it went up again
1: <laughs> it's so crazy well, it man was, it
0: was crazy it's- man so like i was just chronicling the the journey on facebook and and instagram as it was happening just like sharing it um as best as i could but yeah i didn't even have my computer with me
1: well and if if you go to his youtube channel and you're looking at social tea pro and you go to you you click on the video tab you'll notice that it's like three or four shorts for every long form and and probably most of that Austin is just repurposing right you're not necessarily creating anything new you probably are just taking all the stuff that you've done over the years and and of course you're continuing to new stuff but so so now they're only new I only put up new content
0: and that was so I was doing that uh, up until it exploded and and when it exploded I said okay I gotta like do this the right way um, and capitalize on this not not be too lazy, um, so I I only upload and create new original content uh, for YouTube. Yeah,
1: I actually, yeah. I'm as I'm scrolling here, I see myself on your page. Huh? I love it. Hey, um, wh- hey. Where is the? Um...
0: So I'll say one one other interesting thing here, real quick, is um, this might be an interesting tidbit for people. Uh, but when you find a title and a combo that works, do it over and over again. So so Jeff, if you sort. My videos by most viewed. They're all gotcha. the same title,
1: word for word. Most most popular is what they no, is what they do. Yeah, most popular. Yeah. Okay. Every title is exactly ah, the same. no shit. You son of a bitch. Top five most useful website. Top five most useful website. Top five most useful websites. Top five most useful. And then it jumps to three life changing websites. Top five most useful of Top five new AI websites. Wow, interesting. If it's not broke, don't (laughs) fix it. Wow. And yeah, and here's so, so let me validate this. So, uh, the the first one, 14 million views. Uh, the next one, 780,000, 765,000, 784,000, 692,000. I mean, and they all have the same title. Yep. So,
0: this is something that's probably going to get fixed, but this is an exploitable opportunity right now and we've we've tested this across three channels so far um and it's working
1: and this is crazy because every one of these top performing videos are all shorts and they have no thumbnails because if you understand youtube there is no thumbnail with shorts and so it's it's not even sexy looking there's nothing sexy about it on the surface no that's amazing yeah, that's the it- opportunity people that you have right now that you know and this is this goes back to focusing on short form focusing on on TikTok and Instagram reels one or the other or do them together right and and then adding shorts is just a, a side piece essentially mm-hmm. that's crazy man so good uh, how important are the uh, keywords in, in this success Uh,
0: So I don't add any, any tags to the videos. I think titling. Yeah. Titling. And a lot of them, I don't even add, like all I'm adding in the description is, uh, is like repeating the title and then a call to action. Like click this link, uh, to get more useful websites, which I'm using as my, my lead gen, uh, opt-in, but Yeah. I mean, your, your title matters. Uh, And you know what I had found and, and just studying the 600 failures essentially is if I gave the information away in the title, it didn't perform as well as if I just caused intrigue. So top five, most useful websites is very broad. It's very interesting. It doesn't tell me top five useful websites to grow your business online. That's too specific if you don't have a business, you're not interested in that video, right? So keeping it really broad peaking interest is what seems to be working. So test out, like an actionable step that you can do is actively test out really broad interest uh, specific titles. Listicles obviously do really well. People love listicles rather than single topic videos seem to right now explain
1: explain what that term is just assuming that everybody knows what that is
0: yeah good point um a list of something you know top five useful websites is a list of of five things and i think it it works because it, it continues to hit the dopamine receptors right like if you're continuing to trigger like useful website number one does this thing and it's amazing useful website number two does this thing and it's amazing useful website three does this thing and it's amazing right so it keeps triggering the the interest levels and and hits our dopamine receptors test that out when you have a title and a video topic that does way better than the rest. And, and early on, this might be if most of your shorts, uh, do, you know, a couple hundred views or zero views never hits the short shelf. And you have one that does 3000, 4,000 views, which is very common for a video to, to just peak that or scratch that surface. Do it again. Use that same title, that same, uh, not like the exact same video, like redo it, but make it a, sim- a similar.
1: Really? That was my next question. So these aren't the it. same title with different videos. It's the same general idea, but done differently.
0: Yeah. Uh, most of them are the same format, but different information in it. So I, it's not the same five websites over and over again. It's five new websites. Fascinating. So
1: as you unpack this, and by the way, this is very specific to YouTube right now, what yeah. we're talking about. I assume the same application is not necessarily applicable to Instagram or TikTok.
0: So there, yeah, there, well, it, it kind of is. Um, so same thing on Instagram specifically, I will copy and paste a description that works on a, the next video. If it works, like if the description is like, here's five life-changing websites that you need to know about. And then it says, follow Socialty Pro for more useful websites. By the way, the link in my bio has uh, even more useful websites for you that you can sign up with. And then that's typically it. I, I stopped using hashtags uh, about a month and a half or two ago, always experimenting and testing. But if that works for me, that hits you know, 30, 40,000 views on, on Reels, uh, which for me, they typically do. Okay, I'm gonna do that same thing again. Um, it's it's a little bit different of a of the uh, optimization than than YouTube, of course. Uh, but I just literally copy that description, upload new video, paste that description, let it do its thing. And on TikTok, sort of similar too. TikTok's a, a little bit different because we're leaning into the SEO space on TikTok right now. That's the big conversation. So, and they just expanded the character count on there too. So like if, you know, sidebar here, if you're not leveraging SEO for TikTok, start doing it uh, because that's another huge opportunity for you.
1: And just given a quick explanation of what that means.
0: Yeah. So if uh, a search engine is anywhere that you search for information and get a result. Google. Google. Yeah. YouTube, also a search engine. Um, And I've had this opinion forever. I think we probably talked about it the last or the first time that I was on, but every social media platform is a search engine. People are just looking for information differently. And that's now been proven because like TikTok is the preferred search engine for Gen Z and, and really becoming more of a search engine uh, for, for everybody because we're visual learners and uh, you know, the perfect, uh, example that I like to share about this is if you're traveling and you're going to a new city and you search on Google for best things to do in Alexandria, Virginia, you're going to get that same dumb TripAdvisor list <laughs> that's manipulated, that's a couple restaurants that are overrated and museums, and here's a dog park. Right. And that's not what I want to do. And that's not what anybody wants to do when they're traveling to a new area. So you type that same thing in on TikTok, date night ideas in XYZ city. You can do this for real estate too. Like, you know, there's a million searches, best things to do in, in XYZ city. You're going to get videos on that specific search that show you what you're going to experience. And it's a much more powerful and relatable search result than just reading like a text-based blog article or something like that so you know having that optimizing your the the post the description uh, of that video around what the video is about making it searchable in inserting keywords in there putting in relevant hashtags too if you want i think hashtags in general are becoming less and less relevant to be honest because the algorithms are getting better and better Uh, but focusing on a keyword rich description is is going to be a fantastic um, uh, strategy for you on well, like, and
1: keyword and or in hashtags are essentially the same thing, except right. it's a little bit more dry uh, because people now are starting to type in sentences, and that's that's right. I think the point you're trying to get across. It's just like Google. What does someone type into a Google search? They don't just type in one word; they type in a sentence, and so if you can basically be uh, if if you can optimize what the algorithm is going to find when they type in that question. Like that's, that's the key. And and you mentioned this real quick, Um, you know, top five places to eat in X city, top five kid friendly places, top five parks, top three, whatever, like that, honestly, as a real estate agent, that's where your focus should be leaning. Um, I don't know if you know this about what I've been doing with, with my TikTok channel, which is I've niched down to Lake of the Ozarks, which is a very uh, defined area. And I've been blowing up. And I think over the last 60 days, they've got almost four million views. And wow, good for you, man. It's it's really exploding. I'm gaining yeah. followers and it's it's creating conversations. I've actually had a couple buyers reach out to me because I've been highlighting some listings, like all kinds of stuff. Yeah. But it's not all about real estate, it's about lifestyle, it's about the area, and people are eating it up. Yeah. And you know, so I'm you doing it really as a more of a test case. But the other thing I wanted to mention was, and you've probably heard this, but TikTok's talking about in beta. you know how it's following and for you and they're soon going to have a location-based feed. Oh, love that. Yes. They're talking about adding a location-based feed. So this is such a huge opportunity, which is why I'm just going all in. So I'm, I'm, of course, hashtagging, of course, Lake of the Ozarks, any tag, because I want TikTok to notice that because I think it will. And when it goes location-based, it's going to blow me up even more because I'm going to be the guy who just Crushes that particular market, and so you, as an agent, have such an opportunity to just hone in on. And I, you know, for me, it's I live in St. Louis. I wouldn't do all of St. Louis. I would do a pocket, a, a town within St. Louis, and maybe and then build out two or three of them. Um, but I think that's where you're going to win is really niching down rather than trying to go broad. But what I don't know what you think about that.
0: No, I, I think that's a that's a great idea, and there's there's different uh, approaches for for what you want to to get. So. Um, niching down and going really location specific is going to get you more of local interest. Um, If your goal is to just read, you know, like my goal is not to reach local people right now. So I have a different content strategy to reach, to reach everybody, but having a clear understanding of what your goals are, that's what you really need to define. So if you want to be the Ozark person of your city and town and be there when this wave is going to come, because it is coming, you got to do that. Start talking about it, optimize your profiles, say, you know, Ozark, uh, real estate agent or whatever, yeah. you know, have that in the, the top line of your description uh, or your bio on there, regularly say it in your content, turn on your captions because that's indexable as well. Use those location specific hashtags. It's huge, man.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I totally agree. And I took you away from where you were going with this because I had you explain the SEO piece of it, but this, that's insanely important because if you haven't been paying attention to what Tristan and I are talking about on Drunk on Social, we've been talking about it. Like that's huge news because yeah. not only is is it opportunity for you, but it's, it's TikTok's next level of, hey, we're going to compete with Google and YouTube. You know, obviously TikTok has its sites on YouTube, period. That's very clear. And I'm not saying it's ever going to impact YouTube. It never will. I think they both have a place in this world. But it shows you that TikTok is so freaking smart and, and they're doing things right, even though Austin has a has a sore spot uh, right now in his heart for TikTok. Which, which leads me back to, I'd like to get your opinion on this because Tristan and I talk about this and I'm like, at what point is Adam Masseri and Instagram going to figure out that the reason, the, the base reason why TikTok has exploded is because of the growth. And if, if Instagram just sits in the damn boardroom and says, let's open up the algorithm and let people grow. That's the reason why people are so, that's what sucks people into TikTok. Cause you, you, you know, it's the dopamine. I post video, I get 10,000 views, a million views, a hundred thousand views. I'm in like, this is fucking addicting. Right. And, and Instagram, that's really hard to do. And so it's like, what is your opinion on, on Instagram? I mean, I you know, we all know that they're followers, but gosh, is, is it, is it, do, is it really that simple? Do you think they should just do that? Uh, I, I think they've lost their way a, a little
0: bit. They seem to be just like spinning that hamster wheel and have no idea what to do. And they're just frantically trying everything to hold attention. Um, they're really like, it, it, it seems like they're playing defense rather than playing offense. And they're, they lost their, their core way of what people were really interested in, in, in the beginning, you know, people like they stopped and this was years ago, they stopped embracing what made Instagram, Instagram and started copying all of the competitors that were coming up. Mm -hmm. And they, you know, they, this has been the case for six, seven years uh, at this point, really since like Facebook acquired them, (laughs) but they just adopt all of these other features. And that's kind of the nature of, of these social media platforms. Copycat. Yeah. I digress here for a second. You know, TikTok just incorporated now Uh, I don't know if you got that, but to, Mm -hmm. to, Take out, you know, the be real, real exactly, uh, which is an interesting move on TikTok's part. But that's kind of the nature of all these platforms. Uh, but to answer your question, like, what should Instagram do? I, I think just lean into what they've done best in in the past and give creators more of a reason to to create on there and not just be a copycat platform. Um, opening the algorithm up. I think they kind of have done uh, to some extent, you know, the easiest time to grow on Instagram has been now, in my opinion, because of the organic reach potential of reels. Uh, So we've, you know, like my channel is 99% a reels channel. Uh, I upload very few photos sometimes though. Um, We have some clients that are 100% reels um, and they do very well. Uh, So you know, if you want to grow on Instagram, you have to, and really any platform, you have to embrace what format that they're pushing and test out the different capabilities of those features. So you can figure out what works and then double down. That's really the, uh, analytical approach to, to figuring out. Uh, but if you go all in on reels, you stay consistent, you keep trying to improve 1% on each video, uh, you're going to have success on, on Instagram reels.
1: Yeah.
0: That's my opinion on it, but
1: they I, are. I agree. Well, and and for the record, every video you now you post to Instagram, unless it's a story, is a reel, uh, yeah. whether it's fifteen seconds or three yeah. minutes, it's a reel yeah. now. Um, but you're right, and and I didn't even realize this with my own. Is like I stopped. I just completely stopped posting static posts, even though the Kardashians and everybody was screaming, "Make Instagram Instagram again!" Yeah. Uh, and I did a couple of videos about this, and I do mashups with Adam Misery videos, and I'm just like. You say you're gonna, you know, stay keep it Instagram, Instagram, but we all know you're not going to because you're too obsessed with copying TikTok, uh, and you're so afraid you're gonna lose all of your people, and uh, and and frankly, you know, all the people that say keep Instagram, Instagram, again, you know, I get it, but. You're not running a business, and and as a, as as whatever you are in your business, if you decide to just completely plateau and stop growing, that's what Instagram would do if they didn't evolve. And so, again, I get it as a consumer, but think put put your other hat on. And I do believe Instagram has to evolve and go video centric. They're they're too deep now. They can't go back to what they were. Now, if they had stayed and Meta never bought them, maybe they would be just fine. But that's long history, man.
0: Yeah, it's it's interesting, and it's you know it's it probably will be hard for any of these platforms to truly innovate to something that hasn't been done because how do we consume information visually, audibly, and written? Right, yeah. video, audio, text is typically how we uh, can well is really the only way that we can consume. So unless somebody comes out with something that triggers another sense. And we have the virtual reality stuff. there's only so many ways that that innovation can be done right so it's it's interesting to to think about that and have like a thought experiment like what is something that you know and maybe you know i I ask you, Jeff, what do you think one of these big platforms could do to innovate rather than uh just copy one another i I don't know, I don't know the answer,
1: yeah. Well, I mean, I th- I think uh, there's going to be a, a level of VR that that's going to start uh, that's going to start playing a bigger role. AR um, maybe. Yeah, I mean, and I, th- I do think it's going to be less technology based and more, uh, you know, concept based, like like the location, you know, a feed, mm-hmm. for example. I think that's brilliant, and I think that mm-hmm. I think it's going to be very impactful for businesses because those that dominate that quote unquote hashtag or that location are going to have such a leg up and you need to get in now don't wait until this happens do it now because the algorithm will pay attention but people love as my like as my content is proving the people love a sense of community and they love their community and they love their city and they love their local businesses and if you're the one lifting that community up you become uh, uh you know it's it's like going back to you know the 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 various gods the god the sun the god of sun and the, the god of of the wind and you're the god of the community and i know it's a strong it's a strong representation but that's kind of what it is you're a damn celebrity and and guess what happens with celebrities like they get more opportunities and uh, you know it's it's the same concept for a real estate agent when you put up that billboard you yeah. couldn't you couldn't reflect your production—you can't put much on there. People just drive by it every day, and they just associate you with real estate, and you become the expert, even though you might not have done shit. You just paid for a billboard, right? And yeah. um, you just have—you know—the the reach is so much more exponential and so much larger now, and more authentic. I want—I want to I end with this. I want to—I want to have you give a nugget for the audience. Cause we could go on and on and we probably will I know on we could.
0: <laughs> Everything <laughs> um, you say is like taking my mind in a different direction. We, like, yeah. You know
1: what I was, I was actually thinking we probably should do something and drunk on social as a, as an ongoing like weekly freaking, you know, fireside oh chat. God. I just um, love
0: chatting about this stuff.
1: Yep. Yeah, exactly. But uh, you know, what, what would be the best piece of advice? So we kind of talked about your little journey here. I mean, this is just, it, it's powerful. It's crazy. You told people where they, they need to go check you out. Um, you're doing some awesome things for other people, which I want you to plug. But first, like what would be one great piece of advice for a real estate agent? Because I know that you you dabble in that world and you speak to those people as well. What should somebody be doing if they're just kind of stuck in a rut and not doing much, which is most?
0: Well, I I think they should... Do exactly what you said is lean into your authenticity. Um, if you're getting bored with the same type of videos that seemingly every real estate agent is making now, if here's what five hundred thousand dollars can get you in Houston, Texas, uh, lean into your authenticity. You know, show uh, more um, of of who you are. Tell your story. Tell your journey. Take people to the places that you like to go in the city that you take your kids. Uh, that that you go to dinner. What does a date night for you look like? Um, you know, all of these things, that's how you're going to build that trust and rapport. But work in some top of the funnel things too. Think about, you know, sit down and, and think about what, what content can you create that would attract the most amount of potential people that, that would be interested in? Even if they're not where they where you want them to be now, maybe in two or three years, they will be. What content can you create so that you are top of mind for them and work that into your content strategy as well if you want to grow and stay top of mind with way more people and and stay consistent as well because that's the name of the game. Don't get frustrated if you don't get 100,000 subscribers in 28 days. That's really unrealistic. It's uh, unsustainable for many people um it was kind of just an algorithmic fluke but it you know it happened it could happen for you too but stay consistent with it keep trying new things and and have fun yeah good
1: because things will come but- good things will come and if they want to uh you know if somebody says listen man i i want i want you in my corner um what does that look like for them
0: yeah so um connect with me anywhere you want socialty pro um uh, there's another Austin Armstrong out there. Don't go to that guy. I'm I'm the <laughs> I'm I'm the the 32 year old Caucasian white guy. Not the, uh, the <laughs> unfortunately, I'll never be the most famous uh, Austin Armstrong. But yeah, there's a couple things that we do. So I offer hourly consulting. So if you want to get together and do um, a content strategy together, go over your account account audits. Uh, that's all things that I can help you out with. And Just be really transparent and give you the keys to the castle, so to speak. But we also offer a full management service. I have a full dedicated uh, TikTok and vertical video team. So we do everything through helping you develop the content strategy, coaching you on how to actually shoot the videos and execute the videos. We do the editing and the posting and management for you. So uh, all you need to do is be the expert that you are and we handle the rest.
1: I love it, man. I love it. Dude, we're going to have to keep talking. Uh, I hope the audience uh, enjoyed this as much as we did. I don't know if that's possible. I know one person that will enjoy this, and that's Tristan. He's going to he's gonna be like, damn it. But I don't feel sorry for him because he's in Hawaii right now as we're recording this. So and he, and he didn't invite me along. He goes out there to speak social, and I'm like, damn you. How did I draw the short end of that stick? But dude, this has been great. Obviously, we're going to continue to to chat, and we're going to do more together. And uh, you're you're awesome, folks. You need to go follow Austin. Uh, honestly, just just the content that you put out. I mean, that's what turned us on to you in the first place because we saw your stuff and we're like, damn, these got some really good tips in here and some very applicable stuff. I mean, not everything is always going to be applicable to everybody, but it's it's really good stuff. It's a great strategy, also. Uh, that you can emulate and make it your own. And so Austin's got it all figured out. And uh, dude, I love it, man. Looking forward to uh, staying in touch. Always, brother. Thanks for having me on again. Today's episode is brought to you by ZBuyer,
0: And Z Buyer offers an unparalleled home buyer and seller lead generation service. It's made by realtors for realtors, which is kind of the cool thing. Since 2003, ZBuyer has been continually perfecting state-of-the-art lead generation pathways. In fact, I've been using them since 2009. And Z Buyer brings motivated home buyers and sellers to you virtually. Visit zbuyer.com forward slash LCA to see how ZBuyer can help you close more deals in 2022,
1: Lab Coat Agents Podcasts.